All right, guys, this is part two in a two-part series where we invited an Amazon expert from Amazon itself to show us all the ins and outs of Product Opportunity Explorer, brand analytics, and much more. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Did you know that Amazon sometimes loses or damages some of your inventory? Usually they reimburse you for this, but sometimes they might miss things. That's where Refund Genie comes in. What Helium 10's Refund Genie does is we go check out your reports and see if Amazon owes you any money. And then we give you the reports that you need to submit to Amazon so that you can get your money back. If you haven't run this, you could have hundreds, if not thousands of dollars that Amazon might owe you, especially if you've never used this before and you sell a lot on Amazon. So to find out more information, go to h10.me forward slash Refund Genie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And today, uh, we uh, have invited Yi back onto the show, the second half of the episode. I couldn't cut it off because there's just too much amazing stuff that we're going over. So let's go ahead and get you the second part of this interview and let's learn all there is to know about uh, Product Opportunity Explorer, Brand Analytics, Customer Loyalty Dashboard. We're gonna talk about a whole bunch of cool stuff. Here we go. What else What else we have here? Okay, I'll just move on to, to the other tabs because each tab will have like different interesting insights for us to know. Speaking so of insights, one, I just clicked on insights. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So over here, you'll be able to know Wow, I mean, you'll be able to see like the different matrix, for instance, how many percent of the products are using sponsored product, top five products, how many click share are they taking up? You're, you're a good sales glance, saleswoman, by the way, kind of like me. <laughs> really? She's like, she does this every day, but she's like, wow, like, look, like, like, this is like, uh, this never ceases to amaze me. Like, this is so amazing. That's like, you're like me and Helium 10. Like, look at this Helium 10 thing, guys. Wow. Like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah. I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I love the, I love the genuineness. But this, this is a wow thing because this is, I, I'm yeah. seeing here the 90% of click, like how many uh, percent of people are using sponsored products? How many percent yeah. is prime? You know, and it's like a hundred percent, right? But then imagine Correct. if you guys found, a niche where it's like 50% only are wow, using Prime, that you know? Would be major, that would be a wow. real wow right there, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I think the reason why I said wow is because I saw that the percentage of products using sponsored products is above 90%, which is pretty high compared to many other niche I've done research over. Usually, I think the average I've seen so far is between 80 to 90%. This is like 90 to 98 percent so yeah, yeah. it's pretty high i would say it's really competitive which is why i guess when you see in the search term tab earlier on the search conversion rate is so low yeah because i think way too many people are running advertising on this it might be a bit expensive yeah correct correct cool this might it's a consideration point yeah. uh, i'm not sure if you can give this information but what does it mean here when it says number of successful launches like like what determines a successful launch 
Oh, I think actually if you hover your mouse over the def- uh, over oh, the see. matrix, it will actually tell you it means the number of new ah, launches wow. in it the says past it right 180 there. days. It yeah, didn't say that before. Like it, I was like in the dark. This is yeah. like six months ago since I've looked at this. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> number yes. of new launches now, with an yeah. annualized revenue amount of over $50,000 in the past 30 days. All right, cool. Yes, I think we are just being more transparent, especially because many sellers are like telling us they don't really understand this matrix. Yeah. Uh, can you explain this better? Which is why this product opportunity explorer, I think throughout the entire year, I've seen so much changes. And in fact, it's for the better. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right, cool. So the, right, I, I right. see this, by the way, for the people not watching this, I see there's columns for today, columns for 90 days ago, 360 Days ago, oh my goodness! The the one thing that tells me to stay far, far away—not stay far away from this niche—but average selling partner age almost ten years. So like these are like experienced sellers in this niche. Mm-hmm. And if you're a brand new seller, you know you might not want to go against people with ten years of selling under their belt. So there's another piece of interesting information here. Pretty cool. All right, next one. Yeah. Here is, um, or is there anything else on this page before I go to the next uh, uh, tab? No, I think we can move on to trends. Trends. Okay. Okay, yeah, I think what helps over in the trends page, firstly, is to identify the seasonality of the product and also when you should enter to sell. So firstly, for this product, as you know, shower curtains typically is something usually people will buy across the year, right? Mm -hmm. There shouldn't be much picks. But from what I see over here, I think there's a pick in July. Probably it's because of Prime Day. Yeah, probably it's because of Prime Day. Otherwise, it's quite flat throughout. So I think regardless of where you when you launch, I think it's fine. But just take note, maybe when you do your inventory planning or when you try to, um, you know, uh, purchase your product from manufacturer, um, maybe before Prime Day, you might want to manufacture more. Yeah. Right. So it helps you to do your inventory. Also, I'm just looking at this and the yeah. number of products goes down. So that could mean one of two things. It could mean mm-hmm. that more products are going out of stock. Like maybe this pe- people in this niche are not keeping their product in stock come Christmas time and they're running out mm-hmm. or like the stronger listings are getting more powerful because th- now it takes less products to make up the 90%. But either way, there's a clear trend here where from September, where it was about uh, you know 90 products that make up this niche, and then now in uh, November and December, it's down to 65. So that's a pretty significant uh, drop there. P- pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. There are also many other matrix that you can just toggle into to just quickly see uh, like how's this niche doing. For instance, like you can also look at the search conversion rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just quickly see and I it's pretty stagnant throughout. In yeah. fact, I think it seems like it's increasing towards Oh, like I didn't even slightly. I didn't even know that. I, I could hit this button and it shows me the uh <laughs> yeah. it shows me the right. the, the graph right. history. Man, there's so much new stuff in here. I mean I I I swear I looked at this like a few months ago and I, <laughs> I didn't know I could do all this stuff. Pretty cool. Yes, yes. So you can actually see the search conversion rate seems to be uh, increasing slightly, mm-hmm. but yet the product count is decreasing. Maybe it's because like more products are stopping to sell or is going out of stock like you mentioned. So the remaining products are actually doing much better in terms of like uh, search conversion. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Correct, correct. Okay. Um, the next one would be purchase drivers. 
this is actually something new and I noticed that not many sellers have access to this beta page. So for you that you are Ooh, able I'm special. to see this is great. Yeah, you're <laughs> special. <laughs> yeah. So over here, it's something new that I think it got released in October. So it's really, really very recent. Okay. It'll tell you um, what are the different features that are leading to uh, a successful sale or like a purchase by customer, right? Mm-hmm. So what are the important features, I would say, in this case? Then you, you could see the color white or it has to have curtain hook or the theme is boho, typically are the top three positive feature for this shower curtain. So maybe it's something you need to take note of when you come up with different variations for your shower curtain when you want to start selling it. I'm going to read the little tooltip here where it explains what does positive drivers ah, mean. Yes. It says here, because I didn't, I, I was like, what, what the heck am I looking at here? It says, feature specific to this niche that positively impact the number of units sold by products within it. The impact is calculated by comparing the estimated sales of the products with that feature against the average unit sold by all products in the niche. Okay, and then I'm assuming negative just means the, yeah, means the opposite, <laughs> the opposite. Uh, here. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So then the, right. the negative, uh, so this means people do do not like the stripe. Stripe. Pattern, <laughs> yeah. okay. And exactly. they don't like that fabric, <laughs> that fabric one because it's yeah. not waterproof. For some reason. Yeah. Correct, correct. So let's say if you can come out with something water resistance, maybe you have a chance and maybe your advertising uh, may not have to be that expensive if there are not much similar selections that are water resistant. Right. Okay, cool. Correct. Anything else on this page or can I go to the next one? Uh, You can go to the next one. All right, customer review. Insight. So this is, uh, you know, we looked at the review insights based on like an ASIN. Yeah. This is kind of just like based on the, um, the all the products in the in the niche, right? Correct, correct. And I also briefly talk about it for like the particular ASIN just now. Just that what you see over here is on the niche level. So you know, at the aggregated level for shower curtains, what are mm-hmm. typical things that are wanted or not wanted by customers? And this is something I would say for you to work on, especially on the negative reviews, for you to innovate your product in order to differentiate from existing uh, products that are currently selling, right? For instance, you see there might be a seller selling the shower curtain, a cloth shower curtain since 2014. But let's say if you are able to come out with a water-resistant curtain which people like, you can even like uh, win over some of the click share. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so water yeah. resistance is one I'm looking here and I, I clicked on the negative and I see a lot of people have issue with the magnet. Um, the magnet is not strong. Uh, I know yeah. exactly what they're talking about. I bought one of these shower curtains. Now, I don't know if it's this one, but but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't uh, It doesn't work very, very good. I, maybe I'm part of this percentage in this niche of <laughs> these negative oh. mentions. Here. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think people also talk about the thickness of the product. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this something very immediate. In fact, the mentions of thickness is 18%, which is significantly higher compared to the other topics like magnetic strength. Because magnetic strength, even though it's second, it's only 5%. So, in fact, something that you immediately need to work on would be the thickness of the shower curtain. Yep, I see that right here. Okay, and then here at the bottom, um, it says topic impact on the star rating so yeah the thickness is the number one like everything else is at like two or point zero point zero two but the the thickness at zero point two so so like yeah. 10 times as as much so that's a 
easy way to see what people are complaining about. Correct, correct. So I, I, I mean, looking at the product itself, even though we see like the product might be quite competitive instead, in in terms of like the sponsored products percentage, in terms of search conversion, but actually there might still be opportunities because people are quite strong about the negative uh, review they are talking about. That means there are products on Amazon.com they are not able to satisfy people that are complaining about existing product within this niche. So in this case. If you are able to come up with something different, position yourself differently, there might still be opportunities for you to go in. Yeah, even though there are multiple ASINs available already. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, we ready to go to the next tab? Correct. Yeah, the returns. Let's see. Oh, return. This is another one of the new ones because it says beta here. Yes. Okay. Correct. Correct. This is something new. I think it was announced in Amazon Accelerate this year. Do you see my shirt? I'm wearing. I think you are uh, quite today. lucky as well. Look, I bet you don't even have this oh, this sweater here. I don't I, have it. I was a speaker at Amazon Accelerate, so I, I, I feel special. I got to have an Amazon Accelerate sweater. That's why I wore it uh, today here. Yeah, it's nice. All right, so I'm looking at this. It's my literally my first time um, looking at this because I haven't looked at this. And I, you know, I see a lot of the same data points here as far as search volume and, and things like that at the very top. But if I scroll down here under product returns insights, it gives me the uh, percentage of mentions of certain things like the number one thing was the display colors the, there's that thickness right there eight percent the material the value for yeah. money so um so yeah that's interesting how people were giving bad reviews for the thickness the most but as far as why they returned it it looks like they didn't like the colors um, they, they feel like it wasn't accurate, right? I think uh -huh. they mentioned the green didn't look like what it was as advertised, right? So the product listing images also plays a very important part in this as well as part of the returns, which is why we always emphasize on coming out with a good listing as accurate as possible, give sellers or customers, in fact, even more information uh, to help them make decision on whether they want this product and help them understand this product so that you'll reduce like... Uh, possibility of returns yeah okay. so cool. yeah in this case display color is really like a huge issue all right so tons of new stuff here in product opportunity explorer now one thing i kind of referenced was you know there are some familiar data points with like the top clicked and stuff that like we might have been used to from years ago in, in brand analytics but it is a little bit different brand analytics so then how would a seller use uh product opportunity explorer with uh amazon brand analytics yeah, I would say it's more of um, how do you use brand analytics to gather like some initial insights of what you should sell. Then Opportunity Explorer is always a tool for you to look more in depth into see, you know, and see how can you further validate the product selection. So I think that's, uh, I would probably share like a few useful cases of how uh, people can use brand analytics in order to shortlist a couple of ideas from there. Uh, but just something to note, brand analytics is only available for sellers enrolled into brand registry. So beyond just professional selling account, they need to have an eligible, eligible trademark that's enrolled into brand registry to access brand analytics. Okay, cool. Yeah, so so Product Opportunity Explorer, guys, remember it's available yeah. for everybody, but uh, Brand Analytics is only available to brand registered uh, sellers. So hopefully most of you guys are brand registered, and if so, go ahead, go ahead and click over to to Brand Analytics, and there's there, there's a whole bunch of uh, 
new stuff here. Are we are we going to talk about the C oh CLA? This is this this is the CLA. Yes. As soon as I get in brand analytics, it goes directly to the CLA customer loyalty right. analytics. Oh my goodness! All Look right, at all right. of this new stuff here. Yes, yes. This is something that I wanted to introduce actually because it's something that is pretty new. Also, I think introduced around in October. So over here, uh, you'll be able to understand what are like uh, the demographics of the people that are buying your products, right? Then from here, actually, what we'll recommend for sellers to do is to tie it up with brand-tailored promotions in order to run specific discounts or promotions that will be able to help you to retarget a particular segment that you want to grow further. Yeah. Have you tried using brand-tailored yes, promotions have. for sellers? Yes, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, uh, I I've done um, in some of my accounts the you know the the abandoned cart and and some other uh, different markets here where uh, you know I was able to get some sales that I probably wouldn't have gotten you know uh, without that. Now this correct, here is looking correct. at uh, one of my you know I'm seeing my coffin shelf brand here. I see it, I have an option of weekly, monthly, quarterly, uh, yearly, um, and wow, the hibernating customers. What's a hibernating customer mean? Uh, They're basically sleeping. people who haven't like I guess purchased in a long while yeah. so which which is why it's very important for you to look into this analytics before mm -hmm. you actually do your brand tailored promotions because when brand tailored promotions first launch sellers always ask us which segment should I target they don't really know right but over here after looking at our analytics you'll be able to know which segment you have the most uh, customers in so that you'll be able to retarget them or reactivate that particular segment. For instance, your hibernating customers is 600 plus. Maybe yeah. you might want to run a promotion that targets sellers that or customers that haven't been purchasing your product for a while. Maybe you want and there's to a button right here that I can do that on the right side. I'm assuming this, this kind of ties directly to the brand tailored Correct. promotions, right? This yeah, create promotion yeah. button. Okay, yeah. cool. Correct, correct. In fact, over here, if you go to the top left corner, mm -hmm. there is a button where you can click into the segment view. So the, the thing about customer loyalty analytics, ideally it's for uh, sellers that have been selling on Amazon for uh, at least a year, I would say, so that there will be sufficient data for you to make decisions on. Of course, mm -hmm. you need to have enough customers for you to retarget, right? Uh, in this case over here, under the segment view, you'll be able to see a few metrics, including predictive customer lifetime value, right? So usually if there are sufficient data, it will roughly tell you um, what is customer spending this year and what they are predicted to sell, uh, to buy uh, next year as well for like your top tier customer. So this is what's very important for you to know so that maybe you'll be able to... Um, kind of like retarget them either through promotions or actively through the posts that you have in order to engage with them. Yeah. Yeah, see my repeat customers. Oh, average repeat purchase interval. Very interesting stuff here. Correct. I like it. If multiple right. people are like purchasing from you, if you're selling like commodities, you can, maybe you can consider doing subscribe and save, for instance. So it really depends on what segment you have so that you'll be able to leverage on like the different programs or different promotions that you have in order to retarget this group of customers. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now this, this wasn't even, was this even in your presentation in Singapore? Uh, no, it isn't. Yeah, because it's, because it's, this wasn't even out uh, a couple correct, of months correct, ago, right? Correct. Okay, yeah, that's what correct. I thought. I was it's like, really, really something. I know my memory is bad, but I didn't know it was that bad. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, <laughs> it's not that I forgot about it. All right, cool. 
Uh, anything more in the CLA here? Um, nothing much to highlight additionally here. Yeah, because after all, it's still a very new tool. I guess uh, at a very start for sellers when you review this dashboard is to see, is to understand more about the demographics of like customers that are purchasing, how valuable they are. If not, it's, there are some immediate actions that you can take, for instance, using brand-tailored promotions in order to actively engage with them first. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I haven't done that in a few weeks. I might be. <laughs> uh, I need to look at my numbers here and, and run run some more. On some of these accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me know how it works for you. <laughs> yep. All right. So that's it for the customer loyalty analytics. What's next? What should I, what should I click on? You're, yes. you're, you're, uh, I'm the driver and, and you're the uh, navigator. You got to tell me where to go next. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right now we'll still stay in Amazon brand analytics, okay. but the next thing that you need to click on is the top search terms report. I think it's under the. Yep. I see it's under search analytics yeah. and go to top search terms. Correct. All right. Excellent. All right. So yep. This, this here, is the one that I I, I, I loved <laughs> like three years ago when this came out. This is the greatest thing in the history of mankind, I think, <laughs> before. Yes. But this yes, is cool. Yes, yes. And, and now it's like kind of crazy because it's like the oldest thing. Now now everybody's talking about the OX and SQP, but still, I think this has some, uh, definitely has some valuable. value. Yep. Yes, yes. So over here, what I think is actually useful is let's say if you don't really know um, you know, what kind of products that you want to sell, but then, or maybe you already have like an idea of like the keywords of like the item that you want to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe to put it better in a better way, let's say if you have a rough idea, yeah, if you have a rough idea of what you want to sell, but you are not sure how to validate the selection or what niche is it in, actually, right? Okay. So you'll be able to use the top search term re- report uh, I would say key in the keywords in the search bar. I'm gonna over put there. coffin because that's my that's my yeah, main you can key uh, in coffin. My main thing here. Correct. And here we go. Okay, so over here immediately you'll be able to see what are like for instance the top click brand and top ASINs over here. So immediately you'll be able to know what are the similar ASINs you can benchmark yourself against, right? But how do you work backwards in order to find out? What are the niche for this product in order to do more research? Because after all, within this analytics report, the uh, data available is still limited to a certain mm-hmm, extent. Mm-hmm. So what I would advise sellers to do over here is to copy the ASIN. For instance, we can take the top ASIN. Um, take this coffin shelf. Yeah. Okay. We can copy that ASIN. We can put it back into Opportunity Explorer and search okay. for this product. Correct. So over here, um, you'll be able to see your target ASIN. So likewise, like what we have did uh, previously, you'll be able to see like customer review insights, what are, like the click counts, etc. for this ASIN. But I think what's more interesting would be if you can go to the previous page. Okay. You can click into niche view, which is beside ASIN view. Can you see at the left side? Okay. You'll be able to see which niche this product is situated in. And in fact, for some ASINs, sometimes it might be present in multiple niche. So over there, you'll be able to work, go backwards then after that to do your research for, yep. on the niche level. I see it right yeah. here. All right, so for those just listening and you haven't seen what I was in, I took the ASIN, put it back to Product Opportunity Explorer, um, 
and then looked into the ASIN view and also the niche view. Now, you've been showing me stuff this whole time. Let me show you something you've never seen, but that we just launched in Helium 10. This, this, this you might think is pretty cool. So we sure. took brand analytics now, because um, this is available in the API, and now we have this kind of like database here uh, inside of Blackbox. And again, just like with brand analytics, you can only get this, you know, Helium 10 is checking your account if you have brand registry. And if you don't have brand registry, we can't show you this information because we always play by Amazon's rules and which is a, a reasonable rule. So let me show you something I literally found today. This is my first time. I think I actually wow. did a video on this and it was a product that I couldn't believe existed. But what I did, uh, let me see if I can remember. I think I did the same thing where I typed in coffin here and then I was like, all right, show me a keyword that has, and now it's, you see, the cool thing about this is taking like Helium 10 data at the same time as as Amazon data. Mm. Um, so I was like, hey, show me something that has at least, uh, I think I said 500 search volume where at least uh, two items had greater than 30% uh, click share. You see, like like this is something you can't, wow. I mean, you, you could download mm. this, of course, and brand analytics. I'm not doing anything new other than the search volume. This is all stuff that anybody can just download, but I'm just doing it right here in this dashboard. And then let me, I'm not sure if this is the exact thing I typed. Let's just take a look. I'll know when it comes up and I hit apply. There it is right here. Look at this. Wow. Coffin Coffee cat, cat tree. tree. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. What the heck is this? 3,200 search volume. I had, you know, I thought I knew everything about coffins, right? And then, so I actually click this again. This, I got this yeah. from Brand Analytics, and then you—I know you guys are, are a lot of you guys can't see what I'm looking at. This is insane, guys. There is these cat trees. Uh, oh, and the one that is out of wow. stock—it's out of stock already. There is one that's a hundred and forty dollars, and it sold like eight hundred units or something. Here's one that sold one hundred, and it's a hundred and forty dollars. Uh, it's crazy. People are buying cat-shaped wow. trees. Uh, let me see if if that product is still here. That was number one. Where is it? Is it this one? Here it is right here. Th this is the number one selling one. This is cool, guys. Uh, I It doesn't show up in Amazon search anymore. That's why it didn't come up. But because it's in brand analytics, which is another good thing about brand analytics. By the way, I bet you I could find this right here in what we just did. Let me coffin cat... There it is right here. So you see, I would have found this yeah. even if I was in brand analytics. There it is, coffin cat tree. But it takes me right to this number one click one, which is now out of stock because it was, it was, it was being bought too much. Um, people were selling this for a ridiculous amount of money, and they sold almost one thousand units of this. But I discovered a completely new niche thanks to brand analytics and, and this new Helium Ten tool that that incorporates uh, brand analytics. So, so yeah, guys, brand analytics is still very valuable. You can get some really cool. Um, ideas. Do you do you have any pets, cats yeah. or dogs or anything? Me, yeah. I don't have a dog or cat, but I do. My boyfriend do have a pomeranian. Okay, now would he would he make a coffin shaped bed? Like, isn't that kind of morbid? Like, like why would you do <laughs> yeah. that for your pet? Like, I don't understand pet owners, but guess what, guys? <laughs> There's one thousand people a month who want a coffin shaped toy or or a bed for their cat to sleep in. I worry about those people, but I'll gladly take their hundred and forty dollars. Uh, one thousand of them. Is a really, really good <laughs> right? price point. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite sure the person's margin must be great. Considering, <laughs> I mean, there are many other sellers selling at much cheaper price, but people still buy the hundred and forty dollars. Yep, yep, exactly. There must be something great about it, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great, it's great. But my boyfriend's uh, dog just uh, lies on a towel. That's all. We wanted to buy a that's bed, normal. but he doesn't want See? it. See, that's normal. <laughs> Putting it in a coffin-shaped towel, that's not normal. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, anyways, anyway, so so uh, I was, uh, we were we yeah. were in, let me go back to where we were. We were looking at the search terms. You were talking about the, the cool use of Correct. this. Anything left on this search term page or should I go somewhere else now? Uh, now we'll move on to the next one, which is under the uh, brand analytics as well. It's the consumer behavior analytics. Okay, do I just yeah. click it or do I click one of these three uh, sub-options here? You can click into here? the market basket size analysis. Market, MBA, so, so that... You know, yes. that normally correct, stands correct. for like a master of business, something or other, <laughs> like, like a, a degree that I yeah, don't have. Yeah, yeah. But here it means market basket analysis. Okay. Correct, correct. And here's what's all my useful, products. This is my Project X products right here. I can yours. see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I, I think what's useful about this page is, let's say, if you already have an existing product that's already selling, right? You're wondering what kind of product can you extend to sell what kind of new selections can you introduce so right over here you'll be able to see what are people commonly uh, buying together with your products and if this is actually something that is relevant yep. it might be something you want to consider selling as well let's mm -hmm. say if you want to brand yourself as like a coffin shelf or coffin team seller maybe you can expand to sell even like those brush holders etc yep right? a skull shaped uh, for those who can't see yeah. this uh, we, i just clicked <laughs> in the very first one and and four percent of people are buying uh it with a skull makeup brush uh holder it, it must be like the person that's buying your coffin bookshelf, just like, yep. like the coffin team kind of like products. Yeah. You know, there are people who have like their whole house filled with Hello Kitty. <laughs> so I'm not surprised yeah. there's someone who yep. likes yep. everything coffin related. Uh -huh. So maybe Makes this sense. is something or like the brand that brand positioning you want to go into or like the team you want to get started with. So you do not need to sell like, you know, different kind of, uh, shelves. In fact, you can just go stick to coffin team products. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. something that you, you can consider as well. Okay, yeah. cool. So that's one way. Then the last way that I would mm -hmm. like to just quickly introduce would be under the consumer behavior analytics as well, okay. under demographics. So over here, you'll be able to know at one glance who are actually purchasing your products. Like, you know, the gender, income, education, the age of the people buying your products. So mm -hmm. the way that you want to introduce new product or like the type of product that you want to introduce to like the uh, this customer segment that you have, uh, it can be... There really are three people who make $250,000 a year who is buying the coffin <laughs> shelves. <laughs> All right. So yeah. it's not just for uh, for cheap people. This is for the uh, the high for class too. High are, class people. They have high class buying coffin shelves. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you scroll to the left side, for instance, let me take a look at what is the age demographic. Oh, it's quite well spread out throughout like mm -hmm. 20s. To yeah, 40s. that's actually surprising. Well, may yeah, maybe I'll consider them, maybe the office crowd. So you may want to launch something that um, is favorable for them. Maybe, you know, it can be like the coffin uh, pen holder, mm -hmm. which can also be used for the, like, the brushes, right? Maybe you can position it as like a pen holder, something like that. So we need to understand uh, who are actually buying your products so that you'll be able to launch products that suit them, right? Yeah. So this just roughly gives you an idea uh, to help you, you know, have like initial sparks or something to get started with initially, yeah. So it's cool. at the ideation stage, yeah. So I think just for the 
purpose of like uh, product research, I think these are the three common ones that you can start using first. Then maybe next time I can share more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is this is like way more than I yeah. I have been using lately. I just use kind of like the traditional stuff, but now this shows me that I definitely need to be in here uh, a little bit more looking lo looking at stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So wow, this was a lot of information. Now, pretty much everything that we went over today is available in those marketplaces, and even more. Actually, the the OX uh, is available in those six, seven marketplaces that uh, she mentioned earlier. You know, Europe, USA, um, Japan. Uh, Brand Analytics is actually available. A lot of the stuff in 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 almost all of the marketplaces. Um, but also, you know, like, uh, he works here in the Amazon Singapore and, and you do some, like, you know, if, if anybody's in your region, you actually have some cool programs. But first of all, let's talk about what is your region. It's not just Singapore, like, right. Like, like what, what countries are you servicing the sellers in? Yeah. Correct, correct. So we are actually covering Southeast Asian sellers um, that are from Singapore, Malaysia, Philippines, Indonesia, and Cambodia. So any sellers that are coming from this country, actually we do provide um, free account management support to help them on board and start selling on Amazon.com. So uh, I think many of the sellers uh, may not know that we exist, but I just want to share that we are here. Beyond just the account management support, we do have many other educational resources available. For instance, Seller University, live broadcast webinars, so you can watch it anytime. We do have our monthly seller meetup and events every yeah, every month. Um, but this is only currently more for Singapore sellers. So if you are a Singapore listener, please drop by for our event. And do let me know if you want to attend the event or do not know where is the registration page. Let me know. We'll let you in. <laughs> yeah, so we, we do have many other pages like our Telegram community groups as well as Facebook uh, pages as well where we do share some practical tips from other existing sellers on how to sell better. And also we do share updates on like new products or any policy updates, etc. So just stay tuned. We do actually have a lot of different uh, pages available or support that we can provide to Southeast Asian seller. So do uh, reach out to us. If you are a new seller within this region, we'll be able to help you. And then how can people do that? How can people reach out? Like where should, what website should oh. they go or where should they? They can either go to sell.amazon dot uh, com dot sg to reach out to us either through by attending our live webinar or signing up for our seller events. Alternatively, they can also hit us up via our Facebook page, which is the Global Selling Southeast Asia uh, Facebook group. So they they can also uh, reach out to the marketing team from there. Then they'll reach uh, the seller with account managers like us. Then we'll be able to follow up accordingly to help them launch yeah and by the way guys if anybody has doesn't have helium 10 actually amazon singapore has special discounts that we don't give to anybody else because they help uh you know th they help new sellers you know come and join so like if you want a discount like actually uh, uh he can give you one that's probably better than the discount that i can give so that's an amazon wow. so make sure to, to go through amazon <laughs> singapore guys they, they got the they've got the uh, hookups and now i was talking to anna in in China last week when I was in, in, in China and she's arranging the potential Philippines Amazon oh, conference. Yes. So I'll be yes. hopefully going there and maybe March. Um, there might be a smaller one in February, but I'm going to probably go to the March. 
Any chance that you can go? That you can sh- should should I put in a good word to Anna? <laughs> like make sure, hey, we need uh, you over there talking about this kind of stuff. Maybe, maybe for the March one, you might see me there. Then I'll bring you around for good food. I yes, do know some yes. nice places. <laughs> yes, that's uh, hey, I'm um, I- I've only been to Philippines like four times, but I am half Filipino. And oh. I need to I need to connect more to my my roots, but uh, I have a team out there. I'm definitely gonna be trying to go in in the middle of March, whenever this conference is. So look out for more information on there. Well, uh, you thank you so much for joining us, and this has been an amazing year. I think for Amazon and for Brand Analytics, for Search Query Performance, for Product Opportunity Explorer, it was great to have you on here. Uh, I took uh, you know I didn't realize it was gonna last two episodes, but there was just too much good stuff. Um, here so thank you so much and then maybe you know next year uh, or in 2025 we'll definitely want to bring you back because probably by then there will be so much new stuff that have been released that we'll need uh, you to uh, talk to us about it and then until then maybe we'll see you in Philippines or, or maybe next year some uh, in Singapore yeah hope to see you again with to bring you more good stuff so that we can share with all your listeners uh, next time around yeah love it love it thank you so much